The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning and welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope this middle Saturday in the month of October. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with co-host Mike Fiello. Mike, good morning. Good morning to you. When I heard you just say the middle of October, you know what's around the corner from that? Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> uh, always looking for a present. I love you, brother. No, I'm, I'm playing with you. Welcome. We, we try to share God-sized stories from the mission field. And uh, today, Eight Days of Hope uh, would love to share some stories with you. Uh, this ministry started 15 years ago. Our thought was simple. We were going to help out one family rebuild their home for free after Hurricane Katrina. We had looked at Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, and we were looking for a widow or an elderly couple, a single mom, maybe somebody going through some tough times. But God showed us very quickly, Mike, that you wow. could have a plan, but his plan is a little bit better than your plan. And here we are 15 years later, 40,000 volunteers, $53 million of work for free, 6,100 homes mm. rebuilt, arms of the ministry that does natural disasters like we just left Lake Charles last week after Hurricane Laura. Uh, we now renovate facilities used by those who provide hope to those rescued from sex trafficking. More on that in a minute. Feeding ministries, laundry ministries. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Did you ever think in 2005... <laughs> you ask this every week. I, I, of course I, not, Mike. Well, I mean, but, come on. But somebody, when they hear of all the things that God has Amen. eight days of hope doing... From everything you just mentioned, plus food distribution. Tractor trailers tractor, of food this yes. month. I mean, $1.5 million dollars of food being <laughs> delivered to churches to provide hope to the hopeless. But God had to see that yourself, Steve, the leadership team, the board has an open heart to what Jesus, mm. what the Lord wants to do. Otherwise, this wouldn't happen. There wouldn't be so many trusted resources, whether it's financial partners or food or whatever products are, are being given, he knows you're going to use them. And most often you step out when the resources aren't there. Well, and more, <laughs> you step right. out in faith. And you, and you have to. And, and, you and so thankful that the 160 volunteer leaders with Eight Days of Hope, um, you know, help aid lead the journey. You know, today, Mike, um, again, we just left Lake Charles. We were there with Hurricane Laura. Over right. 720 volunteers served, uh, 200 families. And we tarped roofs and did chainsaw work. Um, you can always volunteer with 8 Days of Hope. You can learn about more about the ministry at 8daysofhope.com. On those rapid response trips, you need to be 18. We feed you. We give you a safe place to lodge. It's free. Um, we give you a couple great-looking T-shirts. Might even give you a third one if you stay for a while, right? <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, when you go on a mission trip, something happens, Mike. I don't know about you, but sure. for me, I end up taking the eyes off of myself, my problems, my needs, my wants, um, my life. Sure. And, and God puts you in a unique spot. It just puts a whole different perspective to your day-to-day -day life. And what you count as, you deem is, uh, this is what I do or whatever it is. You just get, you get out, like you just said, you get out of everything. 
And I think it puts a balance. You talked about balance. Hmm. You need a balance. You need to reflect, whether it be on your, your marriage or your kids or what your really purpose is in life. Because hmm. you get a chance to see somebody's life that's just been flipped upside down, no reason yeah. of their own. And, and you kind of put yourself in their shoes, and then you start really reevaluating what you're doing. So when you go home, you're a different person. Yeah, it, it kind of puts things in perspective. You know, this morning when I saw you this morning, it's always great seeing you. And, you know, you want to run over and, you know, do the do the fist bump and hugs and all that. But, sure. you know, of course, you know, COVID, we just kind of do it from a foot away. But, <laughs> you know, you were telling me that, you know, I said, how are things going? And, you know, you've got a couple places that you run out and you're looking for a maintenance guy. And you're like, ah, no big deal. You know, it'll work out. And that's your perspective because you've been at hurricanes and you've seen sure. neighborhoods. You've seen cities that will not look the same for five to ten years right. because families to no fault of their own. They just lived in the spot uh, that they chose to live at, not knowing that this hurricane level four was going to decimate their house. Right. And now strangers show up with eight days of hope, and they bring hope, and they bring joy, and they and they love and serve somebody who is looking for a glimmer of, of, of a ray of sunshine. And, and absolutely, Steve. You've been there. And I've been there. I want to encourage volunteers to get there because when you get back home and something goes wrong in your life or something breaks or something, it gives you a perspective that you can lean on to say, hey, wait a minute. I was in an area where here I walked into the guy's house and the three trees are in his roof, one's in his, uh, one's in his bedroom, one's in his bathroom, one ended up in his his his, uh, his washing machine. I said, "You ain't gonna do no clothes today." <laughs> but I know we were just joking and sure. laughing. He had a good perspective. Sure. It gives us a perspective. It does of what it's it really what it's does. all about. Have you ever been on a missions trip? You know, maybe today you're driving in Georgia or North Carolina. You're listening in Ohio or Kansas or in upstate New York. Maybe you've never been on a missions trip. Do you know Jesus? Do you have a relationship with Jesus? Do you know he calls us to love him and love others? And one of the ways you love others is by actions. Yes. Okay, so now don't hear me wrong, listening audience today. You, you can't work your way to heaven. It's about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's right. Confessing your sins and entering into that relationship that will sure. give you eternal life. Once you are a believer, God has called you to use your gifts That's right. for the kingdom. Now, I know what listeners are saying right now, but I'm not a contractor. Um, I don't know how to do plumbing. Uh, I'm hyperactive, and you don't want to give me a chainsaw. That's me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> so, Mike, speak to the listeners and really try to think through all the different ways that one can volunteer with Eight Days of Hope. Think about rebuilding trips, all the things that happen in the background. Yes, we need plumbers and roofers and carpenters and drywall people and people who know how to paint. But talk about some of the things that volunteers can do when they serve with us. Well, when you when you come out and you sign in, the simplest of things, um, you're meeting people on the grounds. You, might, you can pick up a rake. I, I, you, I've driven by places where I've seen young people picking up shingles after because the roofers are on top yeah, and they're, okay. and they're on sense. the ground. So you do stuff like that. Going around the neighborhood, just talking with people. I've seen them carry a rake. They're not even on the schedule. Ma'am, can I just rake your lawn a little sure, bit? So sure, sure. Th this make sandwiches in the morning. They have a whole, they're having fun. Wait a minute. So, so if you can make a sandwich, yes. you can come to Eight Days of Hope. Absolutely. 
You don't have. Do you know? That's a skill I think I even have. (laughs) Make one eat one. No. So here's a trivia question. We had 4,692 volunteers in Houston after Hurricane Harvey. Oh, yes. We rebuilt 808 homes in two eight day periods. Guess how many sandwiches had to be made every morning for the volunteers to take to the site? I'm giving that back to you because you are the numbers man. I I, I see how excited you We're get. We're talking numbers. like five thousand sandwiches no, in the morning. Has to be in the morning because some of us, you know, some of us are doing things we normally don't do. So you need to take some of those extra protein calories in. There you go. And so you know. So this is how they were making PB&J. They had a plastic glove on, <laughs> and they would take their hand into the big five-gallon jucket of peanut butter okay. and then spread it along the bread. With their hands, with, with a glove. With a glove on, right. But I'm like, wait a minute, that's how you're doing it? I'm thinking like you get like a little butter knife out, you dip it in there. They're like, Steve, so, that would take us like three days to make okay, sandwiches. Okay, so it's faster this other it way. It is okay. faster. But you know what's cool is that uh, we're very family friendly on our rebuilding trip. So again, if you're looking for a trip to take your family, once this thing settles down called COVID, yes. even though we are deploying now, but you need to be 18 for those trips, go to 8daysofhope.com, sign up for our email alerts, just send us your email address and we'll let you know wherever we go. But uh, laundry, we have a laundry trailer. If you know how to do laundry, if you're listening, and unless you're like nine years of old age and your parents haven't let you do laundry, you probably know how to do laundry. Sure. You could come with Eight Days of Hope. Maybe you're an administrator. Mm-hmm. Maybe you drive a car. Like what? We need volunteers that will pick yes. up people from the airport, airport to bring right. them to our headquarters or to a job site. Sure. Do you know anything about computers? Uh, you plug them in and... That was a question for the <laughs> listeners, Mike. It okay, wasn't meant, but you me. can answer. But anyways, hey, are you good with computers? We need IT people. Sure. We need people to write out POs. We need people to run to the big box to get items. If you can deliver a truck. Do you have a truck? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you drive a truck? So please, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Go ahead. Well, so you can always go back to what we say. We always conclude this with, you can do these three things. Yeah, come on. You can pray. Here you go. You can volunteer. That's right. And you can donate. You know, and this is a perfect time uh, during COVID. Um, maybe you're not eating out as much as you had been because okay. of the restrictions. Sure. Um, would you consider a donation, Eight Days Hope, today? Well, you know, we're looking for people to help support our newest arm of the ministry. And we're going to talk to our guest today. His name is Adam Hames. He is a builder in Tennessee, and he is going to be finishing up his career. His own business, right? In his early 30s to do ministry full-time with 8 Days Hope. He's going to be our new Safe House Construction Ministries leader. Fantastic. The first quarter of 2021 he's going to start. And he just left a project, and we're wrapping up today. Um, excuse me, we wrapped up last week, my bad, I'm, I'm just having one of those moments, in Indianapolis where we built a safe house for Not Today, K-N-O-T, nottoday.org, and that facility will be used for decades to come, and it's going to help those who've been rescued from sex trafficking, namely children. Mm. And Adam's going to share with the listeners today how God revealed to him and his wife, Holly, that he should no longer build homes for a living that build homes for the kingdom. Just leave his business and go serve. <laughs> like, say that again. Full time. <laughs> Full 52 time. 52 weeks a year. Okay. He's going to be a blessed man, and so is his wife. I'm telling you, listeners, you got to call your friends and say, hey, you're about to hear a crazy but true 
God-sized story from the mission field when we bring Adam Hames on here in just a minute. I know you're excited. I can't wait. You've been on the edge of your chair for the last 10 minutes. Well, I, just because <laughs> this has been an exciting morning, and I'm looking forward, <laughs> just looking forward yeah. to because I know there's so much uh, that uh, Adam's going to offer yeah. and uh, just he, his story. He's an amazing man. When we come back from break, we are going to talk to Adam Haynes, who, again, is going to be the construction manager for the newest arm of the ministry. For more information about the ministry, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, uh, YouTube channel. In fact, if you go there today, we just uploaded about two weeks ago our latest Safe House construction video, um, and you might want to check that as well. But when you come back here on Hope Reigns, we're going to talk to Adam Haynes. Again, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, But God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're going to part with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're going to bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our Safe House Construction Ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. The number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. And Mike, new beginnings over the last month with uh, truckloads of food being delivered across the country through uh, partners of Eight Days of Hope, through the disaster relief with Hurricane Laura down in Lake Charles, and then our latest Safe House project, Mm. where we help a ministry expand, renovate, or build a facility to provide hope for those rescued from sex trafficking, to provide them the emotional, spiritual, 
and physical support, Mike, they need. Right. It's been an amazing 30 days for eight days of hope. I'm telling you, Steve, since the beginning of this year, you talk <laughs> yeah, about new been... beginnings, Woo! pivoting and yeah. changing, and but God is still doing so much powerful work through eight days of hope, through all the things you've just mentioned. And it's like, what's going to happen next? Did you ever expect to get uh, all the truckloads of uh, food being yeah, distributed no, around the East no. Coast? No, 40 truckloads of food. I mean, in Rochester, New York, Batavia, New York, Cleveland, Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, Akron, Ohio. Oh, I love how God connects the dots. <laughs> but that's the thing. You'd never thought or, no. or planned that. It's no. a phone call no. that came. Yep. God's entrusting things to, to the ministry and yes. getting the job done, getting it out mm. to the people in need. It's been fun watching God move, and it's been fun watching the relationship deepen between our guest today. His name is Adam Hames, between Adam and his wife, Holly, who I absolutely adore. Oh my gosh. Uh, they're two of our 160 volunteer leaders. And Adam recently was in Indianapolis helping lead the project we're doing with Not Today. Uh, to learn more about that organization, it's knotnottoday.org, led by Frank and Linda Reich. Frank coaches the Colts. My second favorite team after my other team called Buffalo, Buffalo but Bills. we'll talk about that later on. But anyways, <laughs> um, Adam, welcome this morning. How are you, my man? Hey, doing good. Good to be with you guys this morning. Adam, you're calling from Tennessee. Um, tell the listeners a little bit about you and your wife and, um, yeah, just what you do for a living, and we'll uh, we'll go into the ministry aspect in a minute. Yeah, I've been uh, a home builder since the age of 17. I worked my way through college doing it, and uh, quit college in my fourth year and started doing it full-time. Um, been married to my beautiful wife, Holly, for 13 years now. Uh, we have two kids, Josh, who's 12, and Jerry Ann, who's 10. And uh, we just love love serving God. And uh, Eight Days of Hope was a, was a great fit for us. I first heard about Eight Days of Hope on AFR. Um, in 2014, when the tornado had hit Tupelo and you guys were doing the rebuild, and um, I told my wife, I said, I love Jesus, and I love building houses, so this seems like this is going to be a good fit. So I signed up for three days, uh, came, and my three days came and went. I called Holly. I said, I'm going to go ahead and stay the, the full eight, if it's okay with you. So uh fell in love with the ministry. Uh, the leadership is just outstanding. We love uh, to see excellence in leadership, and um, the organization is definitely from top to bottom filled with that. And um, just some, some of my best friends. I mean, I made in a matter of three days, and I still speak to these people on a, on a weekly basis. You know, so um, it was a great experience, and, and I just really fell in love with the ministry uh, in Tupelo. So you, Adam, you heard the call to do this, and I heard that you had the skill set to do it. What about the paycheck? <laughs> did you, well, did yeah. you hear about that? <laughs> hey, yeah, that was, uh, you know, at that time in our life, uh, the business was struggling a little bit. I just went out on my own. Uh, I'd been in a partnership with, with someone for a few years, and we had dissolved that partnership. And I'd been out on my own for not a very long period of time, a year or less. And uh, we were kind of struggling to get our feet under us, so I didn't have the money to take off a week of work and, and you know, miss a paycheck. Sure. Um, but, but just God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, <laughs> and he owns the hills that they're standing on, and he is so faithful to provide 
when we're faithful and obedient to his call. I just I believe that with every fiber of my being. And um, we've never missed a bill. And if you can see me, you can tell I've never missed a meal. <laughs> so um, God is faithful. And um, just it, it's an honor to get to serve him in this capacity and just see him time after time uh, meet our needs. So, Adam, you left Tupelo, Mississippi uh, in the middle of July. So if you go down south in, in the middle of July and you know, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. It's um, it can be a little warm. So I know you were worn out because I, I I remember meeting you and I remember just being so impressed by that first conversation and then talking to some of our leaders saying, "Hey, this guy from Tennessee, he really knows what he's doing." Um, when you were driving home, I know you were exhausted, but what was going through your mind? Oh, it was just so full of um, oh, I don't even know what the word is for it. it just just full of excitement and. Uh, it's a two-and-a-half-hour ride from Tupelo back to the house. I was on the phone with Holly the entire way until I pulled up in the driveway. You know, I'm saying, you've got to come. The next next rebuild trip, you just you got to come with me. Um, and, of course, it was a, a two-year delay between right. the Tupelo rebuild yeah. and, and the South uh, Black Black River, South Carolina yeah. rebuild. Yeah. Uh, so we, had to, we just sat around. I hadn't felt the call to get involved with rapid response at this point, you know. Sure. Uh, that that came a little later on, um, but but in South Carolina, man, Holly just got her world rock. She just loved. <laughs> You'll remember she got on the stage, Steve, and it was just a pile of tears and snot when she got done. So I, I, I mean, God really touched her through that, you know. So uh, wow. and and we're able to bring the kids and just kind of teach the kids um, how to serve and just. You know, not everybody's as fortunate as we are. I mean, we've right. worked hard for everything we have, but. When you see people that have lost everything they've ever had due to a natural mm-hmm. disaster, uh, it just breaks your heart, and you 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 want to help. I mean, God's people right. are called to help people in that situation. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope as multiple arms of the ministry. We're talking to Adam Haynes. Um, Adam's first journey was on a rebuilding trip, actually in Tupelo, Mississippi, where our headquarters is at. We have a Northeast satellite in Buffalo, New York, and... Later today, we are opening up our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, so a lot going on. Mm. But also we have a rapid response arm, and that's the arm that just left Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh, a couple weeks ago after serving for about six weeks. So, Adam, um, now... You know, you're, you're still a builder. You're still building homes to make money to provide for you and your family. Recently, you were in Indianapolis serving with our skilled volunteer arm that provides free renovations to a ministry that are helping girls and sometimes young boys rescued from sex trafficking. Have you ever been involved in a project like that? I know you were there for the first week, and I know that you haven't seen the finished product yet. Actually, their grand opening is next week. But when you saw 50 skilled people coming together in work, what went through your mind while you were there that week? Yeah, it was just like a like a beehive, you know. Um, <laughs> everybody moving around, but it was so choreographed, you know. Everybody worked well with each other. Uh, there, no one lost their temper. Which, yes. in construction circles, anybody listening today, you know, we we tend to have egos and we tend to lose our our tempers from time to time. I saw none of that, man. Just everybody smiling the entire time, working our tails off, but just with a smile on our face and. uh 
working side by side with like-minded believers and um, and our friends, our brothers and sisters in Christ. And uh, it was just amazing to be a part of that and see that trans. Like I said, I didn't, I haven't seen the finished product, but I saw it through uh, the drywall being hung and finished and some of the flooring going down. But wow, seventeen thousand square foot facility transformed <laughs> in the nine days I was there was just unbelievable. So, Adam, what was your role as far as physically? The, what were you mudding or drywall or what was? Because a guy that's well skilled as you are now you have a boss over you or a, a leader of that how does that all mesh together that you end up you know working working yes. through that yeah so uh harold dawson was the the ultimate leader day-to-day leader on that project and harold's awesome to work for uh just decades of experience in commercial construction where my experience is in residential home building you know i i, I really heavily had to lean on him harold you're gonna have to you know help me with a thing or two but I showed great grace, um, and I got right in, right involved with the metal framing, uh, the studs, um, which that was my first go around with uh, metal stud framing. So uh, that was exciting to get to learn a new skill, and uh, then we then you know went into hanging the drywall, um, and man, that stuff was ridiculous. Uh, five eighths <laughs> fire rated sheetrock, uh, twelve foot long. I don't know how much it weighed, but it was too much. Um, <laughs> too but much. It, it, but it was just, uh, yeah, like I said, everybody just working hard side by side. I got to work uh, side by side hanging rock with uh, John Himes, another one of our oh, ambassadors. Great I just love John. Great I love his guy. heart. And I just love every time I get a chance to, to work with John. Um, and another one of our younger leaders, uh, Matthew Watt, uh, just a great, a great kid. And we just had a really good uh, time working together and just cutting up, telling jokes, but, you know, working the whole time. Um but, you know, going back to the beehive metaphor, you know, you see the bees coming and going out of the hive, and it just, to us, sometimes looks like they're just flying in circles. But every one of them has a mission. Every one of them has a job. And uh, it was just awesome to see everyone in Indianapolis working like that to one, one common goal. You know, what's interesting, Mike, is the three people you mentioned, and again, you're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking to Adam Hames, who is one of our 160 volunteer leaders. He just left Indianapolis a couple weeks ago after serving um, a, a ministry, a renovated building to be used for children who've been rescued from sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, it's unbelievable that it's needed, but it is, and, and Eight Days of Hope we are going to do all that we can that God allows us to do. But the three people he mentioned, he's from Tennessee. John right. Himes is from Ohio. And Matthew is from Texas. And you have <laughs> three you people, three different age groups. So I would guess John is probably a little bit north of where you and I are at. So he's probably in his mid-late 60s. Okay. Adam, how, how, how young are you? Aren't you in your early 30s? No, I'm 39, Steve. Okay, I'm, I'm wow. Knocking on, knocking on 40's door. You hide, you hide it well. And Matthew's in his 20s, I think, right? 21, 22, yeah. something like that. I think, I, I believe 21. Yeah. So, so, Mike, think about this: mm-hmm. three people who had never known each other, but they have one common denominator: they all love Jesus. Yep. And God brought them together to to work on a project that will be used for decades sure. to come. The other common denominator is that they're all skilled. And so maybe today you're listening and you're driving down the road in Kansas or maybe you're hanging out in Iowa or Minnesota 
and you know how to paint or you know how to pull wire or maybe you know how to insulate or lay drywall or put flooring, maybe you're a plumber. We're always needing plumbers. Sure. Maybe you know how to put roofing on or concrete or a landscaper. Email us and say, I want to be a part of this. I heard Adam today and I think God was speaking to me. Email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com and tell us your skill set and we'll put you in our database. Mm. And every time we go somewhere to do one of these projects, we'll give you about 90 days notice and you can come. It's free. We'll pick you up at the airport. We'll lodge you. We'll feed you. And you're going to get to hang out with guys like Adam, John, and Matthew. But Mike, when Mm. you leave, you'll be changed forever. Absolutely. And I want to go back and highlight something that Adam said, uh, you mentioned the different age groups right now, the different states. What about the family? He brought his family out. Oh. Wife was just set on fire uh, to want to continue to do this. His two children were with him. What better leadership a dad and a oh, mom yes. bringing their kids out? Mo- Steve, you know them. this. Yeah. You, you, you bring yeah. your your your. Your, your daughters and your yeah. sons out all the time, too. So Very family-friendly on our rebuilding trips. Again, to sign up for email, email alerts, go to 8dshope.com. Couple, just one more thing before we go to a break, Adam. So you were in Indianapolis. You're working on that. But now God is stirring in your and Holly's heart. You're seeing the growth of the ministry, 8 Days of Hope. And we've had some very long discussions and prayer time. i never forget, I reached out to you said, Adam, I really feel like, God is leading me to call you to ask you if you would consider to maybe leaving doing what you do in life <laughs> to come join us full time. Um, do you remember that phone call? I do. I do. I remember the day well. I was actually fishing with my kids. We were in a, in a boat, and uh, the phone rings, and it's Steve Tyburn. Uh, you, you know, so to speak, popped the question, and. Um, I remember I said, it's a yes for me, but I've got to talk and pray with my wife. Um, we have been feeling God's call to get more involved. Um, but we had our plan. You know, we had our right. plan of how we were going to make it happen. And um, that if you ever want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. Because <laughs> he's always got something. I love that. He's always got something bigger and better in store, you know. And uh, just, uh, you know, it's a it's such an honor to even be considered for a position in a ministry such as Eight Days of Hope, uh, and it's and it's humbling, you know. Um, and I don't know, I'll get emotional if I go on about it too too much. But uh, yeah, we're just super excited, and uh, from that day, it's just been um, just a, just an excitement bubbling up in us. To oh, it's getting closer, you know, it's getting closer to to when we get to do what we truly love uh, full time. So, so, so uh, Mike, they they are. He is shutting down their business in mm. Tennessee, mm-hmm. and and Adam, you and your wife and your two kids are moving to Mississippi. Yeah, I mean that's, yeah, kind of, that's actually, kind of, some people view that I, as being a little radical. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Uh, I was telling somebody the other day we we bought uh, six acres of land down in Pontotoc, Mississippi. And uh, I get back home, and I'm I'm talking to some people. I said, yeah, I'm so excited to move to Mississippi. And no uh, diss on Mississippi whatsoever. I love the state, love the people, but I never thought those words would cross my lips. Sure. I'm so excited to move to Mississippi, <laughs> yeah. you know. But, uh, Been there, done that, but- <laughs> own that T-shirt. 1999, brother, that was me, me driving down Main Street in Buffalo. Like, I can't even spell that state. Why would I live there? <laughs> it's amazing, though, Adam, because your point, 
you know, we, we you know, I, I like, I'm a planner. I like to have, you know, I, I kind of like to know where I'm going. But God knows exactly where he wants you and Holly. And right now it looks like he is saying, Adam and Holly, I want you to lead this new arm of this ministry, this safe house for those who rescued from sex trafficking. Before we go to break, one quick question. Why are you and Holly passionate about serving those rescued from sex trafficking? Because it's a real problem in our country. And we have turned a blind eye to it as a country and as a church, especially for way too long. And it's time to grow God's kingdom. It's time to grow God's kingdom and shrink the the kingdom of the devil and uh, wow. and let God take control of this. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Adam. Mike, before we go to break, um, you know, this first segment, you hear Adam's heartbeat. Right. I mean, here's a highly skilled professional builder who builds custom homes, you know, multiple homes a year. He's he's taken his wife, of course, with her blessing. Yes. And, and the two kids, they're going to move three hours, two and a half hours from where, where they thought they would be for decades to be on the front lines of a ministry that is exploding at the seams and needs people sure. like Adam. Sure. What goes through your mind? A scripture verse came to my mind as Adam was speaking, I just pulled it up here, and it's this, Psalm 37, 4. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Adam, you've been skilled and gifted, but you turned at some point and said, my whole desire is, is I'm going to delight in you, Lord, because you know my heart. And he put in your heart the desire to do what you're doing today and the ability to do it and everything else comes along with it, the finances, the support. Um, but you delighted yourself in the Lord and he gave you the desires of your heart, even if you didn't fully know those desires, but you, you, you began saying that this is what I want to do with my life. God has answered your, your, your lifelong, uh, desire here. So praise God for answering the call. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Today we're talking to Adam Haynes, who has taken his family across the country to serve with us after natural disasters. And now as a skilled volunteer, he's been serving with other skilled volunteers as we renovate, build, remodel facilities to be used by those rescued from sex trafficking. If any of this is speaking to you today, um, we ask that you pray about getting involved with 8 Days of Hope. You can go to our website at 8daysofhope.com, sign up for our email alerts, watch some of the videos, go to our YouTube channel. We just posted a new video about our safe house construction ministry about two weeks ago. We, we, we dearly could use some help financially as we launch this new arm. Um, we're going to be spending dollars that um, are earmarked for those rescued from sex trafficking as we just launched this new arm late last year. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. You can become a monthly, quarterly supporter. You can mail a check. Uh, we still take checks, right? Uh, you can mail it to P.O. Box 3208. That's 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. And that address is on our website and Facebook. When we come back, we're going to change things up a little bit. Okay, you've heard Adam's story. You've heard him heartbeat. Sometimes when you're serving the Lord, some things don't go exactly mm. the way you planned. Oh, really? Mike, <laughs> when Adam was in Indianapolis serving okay. for free, 
his truck and tools got stolen. No. No. Oh, I don't want to end the no. segment on that note, but I want to tease the volunteers that you don't want to leave because you're going to hear how Adams responded, how the body of Christ is responding, and how you can help in that response. When we come back here in a minute, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year, and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with 8 Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country, and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partner with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros, we rebuilt eight baseball diamonds, and Bigger Than Ball then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Normally during breaks, we kind of talk back and forth, but after that tease yes. of what happened to Adam, you didn't say a word, man. You were no, like just, just sitting here all quiet on me. Couldn't wait for the, the, the commercial to get <laughs> done so we can get back to this. What's up with that, man? <laughs> uh, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, and Adam Hames is with us. Adam is from Tennessee, him and his wife. Uh, have been volunteering with us for the last six years. He's a home builder, so he's a skilled volunteer. His wife comes. we got to share a Holly story. We'll do that in the segment as well. They bring their kids. Uh, they're lots of fun. Uh, my gosh, they're servants. So, Mike, Adam was in Indianapolis helping us with our latest project, our safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking with Not Today, K-N-O-T, nottoday.org. Yep. Okay. Um, Frank and Linda Reich. Frank is the head coach of the Colts, dear friend of mine and friends of the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope. While he was there for a week, he, he stayed at a local hotel, and one morning he woke up. Mm-hmm. Adam, mm-hmm. one morning at 5.30 you woke up, and what did you find out happened during the night? <laughs> Well, I uh, went 
<laughs> I went downstairs to get in my truck and go to work like I had the previous eight mornings, <laughs> and uh, my truck is gone. No sign of it. And at first, I was kind of like, I know I parked here, but just for the heck of it, I'm going to walk down to the end of the building and look around the corner, you know, and while I'm walking down, just it hits me, and it's just this sickening feeling. Oh, boy. Um, it's, I mean, if you've ever been through yeah. something like this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, it was just like a kick in the stomach. Oh, my gosh. You know, my, my truck has been stolen and everything in it. Um, in his tools. Oh, so, yeah. It, it, it was defi- definitely not the way I planned on starting my, my morning. <laughs> I'll never forget, I was in the airport, and going back to Indianapolis, I'd already been there, and I had to go home to do a couple things and, and take care of some family, you know, have some family time, have some balance, sure. and um, my assistant texted me and said, you hear about Adam's truck, and I thought, oh, gosh, poor guy was in a wreck, or maybe, you know, it's not working, or, you know, just off on the side of the road, and when she told me, my gut just fell to the floor, Mike. Mm. I mean, here's a guy who's about to leave you know, making money, building homes to do ministry full time with eight days open, become a missionary, you know, a guy that's going to have to raise, you know, some of his own support to make ends meet. He's out serving. He's got one more house to build before he joins eight days of hope. His (laughs) truck and his tools get stolen. So Adam, how do you handle that (laughs) in your head with everything that you've been doing and serving and the call on your life to be standing in the parking lot of the hotel and say, my truck's gone. My tools are gone. How do you handle well, You know, I, what can you do, Mike? I just was kind of speechless. And, uh, of course, the flesh takes over for a few minutes, and you get just filled with anger and rage. Sure. And uh, I, call, I called my wife and woke her up before I even called the police. Um, of course, she was in the central time zone. We were in the eastern, so it was 4.30. I woke her up from a dead sleep. Oh, no. And... Um, She's, you know, hello, in her sleepy voice. And I said, hon, my, my truck was stolen last night. And immediately, wide awake, you know. And, um, sure. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going on about, I can't believe this happened. This is this is t- terrible. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she says, will you just stop for a minute and let's pray? And it just it just changed the morning, you know. I mean, <laughs> oh, prayer wow. really does change things. Oh, boy. I love how and, I tell you. And her heart wasn't... God bring us our truck back. Okay, that, I mean that came later. Her immediate response was, "God, they didn't steal this truck from us. They stole it from you." Oh my! And and just began to cry out. Just began to cry out that God would touch the hearts of whoever had stolen my truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean that's at first I was like, I don't want to hear that. No, I want them, I want them to go to jail, you know. And then. I began to, to, to cry out that same way. God just touch them. The Holy Spirit, invade that truck, invade their hearts, mm. and uh, let them meet you through this. I mean, what else can you do but, but wow. turn it over into God's hands? And Adam, I saw you. You were in a truck pulling away when I was walking in and uh, said, how are you? And I don't know if you remember, but one of the things you said, you know, 
God must have wanted those tools to be with somebody else today, or you know, something to that yeah. extent. Yeah, and, something like that. And, so. and, and 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 you were smiling, and I'm thinking, Steve, would you have handled it this way if your car got stolen? <laughs> oh, so it was his truck, Mike, and all the tools that he needs to finish up this last house to join Eight sure. Days of Hope. And so, very quickly, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I just felt like we had to do something, right? right. And you had to do something, absolutely. And 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 actually, even during break, before we brought Adam, he's like. Come Come on, Steve, don't bring that up. I'm, I'm good. But I want, I want the listeners to know that very quickly we set up a GoFundMe account that you could help Adam in this journey. And I'm believing something, Mike. Okay. I believe that God wants our friend, yes. our soon-to-be missionary that's going to be leading for decades, I hope, with Eight Days of Hope, to have a brand new truck. I yes. really believe that. And so this GoFundMe account, if you look up at the last name Hames, H-A-M-E-S, his name is Adam, it's titled Tools and Trucks for the Hames family. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what uh, Chandler helped me set this up because okay. I, I need help to do this while I'm on an airplane. <laughs> sure. Um, Tools and Trucks for the Hames family, GoFundMe.com. Uh, we're not there yet. Uh, as we we tape this broadcast today, we had to do that because I'm going to be in Cedar Rapids today because of our grand opening. Um, so, listeners, yes, this is taped. I'm just going to be candid <laughs> with you. I can't be in two places at one time. But sure. go to GoFundMe.com. Look up Tools and Trucks for the Hames family, Adam Hames, H-A-M-E-S. I would just think it'd be so cool, Mike, if we blew by that $25,000 number that's there. And Adam and Holly, once again, because I know this is who they are, they just like, God, you are amazing. You yes. always take care of us. Well, they, they've already said this from the onset yes. with their response. So this is, this is incredible. Um, but I'm believing with you, Steve, not only for a brand new truck, but every piece of equipment, tools that, that we're missing. Amen. He gets top-notch tools, top-of-the-line tools. I mean, he's going to be using these tools for the kingdom for years to come. Yes, absolutely. So matter of fact, right now, don't go to 8 Days Open, donate to 8 Days Open. Go to this GoFundMe. And, and you know what? I'm praying when this airs, we're north of that amount, and that's okay. okay. Let's yeah. go way north of that amount. Absolutely. God is is doing something through this family. Um, side story. So let's talk about Holly for a minute, Adam. And again, go to okay. GoFundMe.com. Search Adam Hames, H-A-M-E-S, Tools and Trucks for the Hames family. So we were in Buffalo, where our Northeast Satellite is located, and your wife and you were serving. We did. We always try to do something every year in the community that we have a building in. We have a building in Tupelo, Mississippi. Buffalo, New York is our Northeast Satellite, and today we're opening up our Midwest Satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And our home base was opposite of a methadone clinic. A methadone clinic was across the street. Tell the listeners what Holly did during that outreach. Okay, so I was uh, in charge of roofing crews, uh, running a roofing crew in Buffalo, and she was she was working on my crew. She wasn't on the roof, but she was on the ground, you know, keeping shingles picked up and, and that sort of thing. And uh, one morning, we're getting ready to go to work, and she says, I think God wants me to do something else today. And I said, oh, yeah, what's that? <laughs> and uh, she says, I'm going to get coffee and donuts, and I'm going to set up a table, and I'm going to pray for these drug addicts going in and out of this methadone clinic. And, um, well, I mean, <laughs> what can you say? Yes, go, you know. Uh, <laughs> be, be obedient. And uh, that's exactly what she did. And she, I don't know how many hearts and lives she was able to touch 
with the gospel of Christ that morning, but uh, you can rest assured that, that God's kingdom was expanded in Buffalo, New York, on that street corner. Mike, every single person that she approached, minus one, okay. came over, got a refreshment, and prayed with her. Now, wasn't this the same situation where the clinic owner came out and there was something that... Ooh, the manager. The manager. Yes. <laughs> and was saying... He uh, wasn't exactly thrilled yeah, with us. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, he was not. But, you know, okay, let me uh, digress for just a minute. So God's Word, He promises us, Jesus promises us, you will face persecution in this world. Yep. You're right. So, you know, if you're following Christ... You're gonna have hard yes. times. That's just yeah. that's just part of the game. Hey, we weren't promised an easy life no. as Christ followers. Now, now in, um, in scripture, it didn't say that your truck would be stolen in Indianapolis, though. <laughs> so, it know. did not. It did not. You know, it did not. But hey, the devil got mad that morning. Yeah. He saw God's kingdom growing, and he did what he could. But it didn't stop anything. It didn't oh. change a thing. Amen. Um, that's good. But anyways, that's okay, good. back to Holly. So, yeah, the 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 person who owns this methadone clinic. Um, I wasn't there. I was on, on a roof, roofing, and um, she calls me, and she's just excited as she can be. And I said, <laughs> I is it. it going good down there? She said, it's going so good. The guy called the police. It's going so good. <laughs> and, you know, uh, and well, you know what, what can you say? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're doing God's will right now because right. the devil is so mad. Right, right. <laughs> and so here's what we had to do, Mike. We, we, uh, we, we had a... T- Holly and another volunteer too had set up uh, a little area on their side of the street. So all she did was cross the street to our side of the street, and uh, and he chilled it. out. The, the guy did come around a little bit later in the week. I think it just caught him off guard. And um, and 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 again, I don't want to go too much in detail because we don't have that much time left. But you and Holly, you have a past uh, where you had some challenging moments with drugs and or alcohol why don't you just share for a couple minutes and again we don't have that long but a couple minutes about your journey uh with substance abuse we do and our you know our stories are similar it it starts out when you're young um in high school partying uh one you know you start going to parties drinking a little uh somebody breaks out some marijuana you start smoking pot and uh, you know, one thing leads to another. Before you know it, you're uh, you're doing hard drugs. Um, so in the area we were in, um, meth abuse has 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 just been a major problem for I'm going to say upwards of 25 years in this area, and uh, it's destroyed countless lives. Um, so she and I were both held captive to meth addiction um, for several years of our young adult lives, and um, but we're set free. I mean just completely set free. Um, she got clean er- a lot earlier than I did. Um, we weren't together during all this time, mind you. Um, but, um, she got, she got free of the drugs, got clean of the drugs. And, um, I was still out running wild and man, God just got me one day. I don't know <laughs> way to say it. You know, uh, I'd quit doing meth. Okay. But I'd, self-medicated with other things i started drinking more and um taking opiates taking pill form and uh different things of that nature and um by this time we had gotten together and josh was born and jerry ann was a just a little tot about three or four months old and i'd come home from work one day and it 
uh, took the long way home. You know, got a six pack of beer after work and took the back roads home. Um, and I came in the house and my wife tells me, I'm not going to be here when, if you get arrested, I'm going to leave you, you know, and that just broke me. Uh, wow. and I just felt so helpless. I could do nothing but surrender my life to God at that moment and beg him to deliver me from these addictions. And I've talked to people that have struggled with addictions for years and years, and my heart goes out to them, but it was not like that with me. In a twinkling of an eye, I was set free, and I knew it. I felt the weight come off of me, and it was just a, a new life. Praise God. Power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah, and, and you know, Mike, you and I know people out there, addicts, some have similar stories and some right. that don't right. and continue to struggle day in and day out. Um, if you're out there today and you're listening and maybe you're addicted to pornography or alcohol or meth or maybe you're a gambling addict, um, don't give up. Mm. Um, our Father in Heaven loves you unconditionally. That's right. He will never leave you. Come on. Nor forsake you. It's true. Mm-hmm. We move from him. He doesn't move from us. And as mm-hmm. Adam and Holly stretched out their arms to our Father in heaven, I pray that you too will do the same. Because that's the God mm-hmm. that we know, that we love, that we trust. He's the God that gives Adam joy when he's serving him in Indianapolis to wake up in a morning and have his truck and tools stolen. He's the God that was there, Mike, for you and your wife and your daughter as she just had, I think, her seventh child. And, you know, he, he's, he's, he's here. And, and Adam, I sense him with you That's right. and have since the moment I met you. Um, yeah. And God, God is still writing your story, isn't he? I mean, yes, that he is. chapter has been completed, but there's a new chapter that's coming your way. And we've only got a, a minute or two. Uh, again, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Mike, and again, we're, we're running out of time, but um, please pray for Adam and Holly sure. as they get ready to close down a business in Tennessee to become full-time missionaries with Eight Days of Hope, to lead the newest arm of the ministry, to renovate and build and remodel facilities used for those rescued from sex trafficking. Can you pray for him, please? Father, this morning, once again, we have seen an example of a powerful God changing two people's lives and putting them on a destination and a destiny that will change other people's lives. Father, thank you for their answering the call. Yes. Thank you for delivering them from every habit that they had in the past and the new things that they're going to be experiences, whether it's physical yes. or financial, financial or relationship wise, that you're going to equip them for everything needed. Thank you for answering the call to help our nation battle this this demon that's out there yes, of, of destroying our children. Father, I thank you in advance for all the brand new truck, the brand new truck and all the brand new tools that will be in that truck that you're going to bless them with. Thank you for this awesome morning to have this conversation in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mike. Adam, I love you, brother. Love you, guys. Um, 
I am so thankful that unfortunately a disaster happens. Well, let me rephrase the words. I'm thankful that God would allow you and I, our paths to cross, that Mike and you have gotten to know each other, that my family, Count the Hames family in Tennessee, is dear friends and man, love you. You've impacted my family. Um, you've played a, a huge role. In, in my middle son's life, Zachary, who just thinks you hung the moon. Um, oh, man, I love Zach. Love that guy. Hey, uh, yeah, shout out to Zach, man. I hope everything's going well with his new marriage. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, God bless him. Yeah. Love you, brother. We will uh, catch up with you soon, though. Love you, Steve. Y'all be safe. All right, brother. Yeah. Adam Hames uh, with Eight Days of Hope. And again, if you just joined us, here's a guy serving in the mission field. And while he's serving the mission field, his truck gets stolen, Mike. Unbelievable. All of his tools. <laughs> he has one more house to build before he becomes a full-time missionary. And you, the listener, can make a difference today. Go to GoFundMe.com. Um, and it's uh, it's under Adam Hames, H-A-M-E-S, or you can look up tools and truck, tools and trucks, tools and truck, truck. for the Hames family. Yeah, right. we, we're not trying to find two trucks for him. <laughs> we're trying to raise money to replace the truck. Sure. But would this just be like God to blow through that amount where he goes out oh, he's and gets a truck that was way better than the truck he even had? I, I, I'm waiting for that testimony to come. It's going to happen. Okay. Just, it, Are it you is. a prophet? I hope you're a prophet on this one. <laughs> uh, you know, we've seen God move, Steve, Absolutely. as you have too, so many times. It just follows that theme of God. You know, just awesome. It's going to be replaced times 10. Um, quality and everything else. Tools and truck for the Hames family, H-A-M-E-S, or you can search him. Now, he's going to be joining our team, we think, in March. He has one okay. more house to build. So as soon as he gets the tools back, <laughs> he can finish and come serve with us. But uh, what about his story? Him and Holly, both addicted to meth. God um, delivered them. Then brings Holly to Buffalo, New York, and and situates her in the ministry of eight days over cross of a methadone clinic. Is this just not like God connecting God. those dots? Absolutely, it is God. And he'll always use you in an area that you've been affected by. And so, obviously, she knew how to minister to the, the meth addicts right. and uh, just knew what to do, donuts <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, right. sure. but, but for the whole heart of praying with people, and she knew how to pray the heart of what they needed because she, she had been there. Yeah, because she's lived that journey. I, I haven't. You haven't. Um, you know, We have our own stories. They're different than that. But she knew how to pray. Every person she asked to pray for said yes, but one. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Now that day, she didn't get on a roof, but I promise you, God used her to make an impact. And I'm sure she prayed for that one that didn't want to Absolutely. be prayed for. I'm sure Absolutely. she did. Yeah. Love Holly. Love Adam. Sure. Love their kids too. Well, thank you for joining Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Today, we spoke with Adam Hames. And again, if you want to help him out with his journey, uh, you can go to that GoFundMe.com um, site, Tools and Truck for the Hames family. Uh, but thank you for joining us. If you want to learn more about the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, pray, volunteer, donate. We always tell tell you, but it starts with you praying. But if you want to volunteer, go to 8daysofhope.com, sign up for our email alerts. You can donate there as well. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We just left after Hurricane Laura. We just finished another safe house Rest for those rescued from sex trafficking. Mike, a lot more coming. Our way. I know it. And God's at work and He's going to continue to work through Eight Days of Hope and other ministries just to get His 
will and accomplished in this world. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Amen. Thank you for joining us today across American Family Radio Network, across the country, also in Western New York, Southern Ontario, and WDCX. We appreciate you guys as well. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. More information about the ministry, go to 8daysofhope.com. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiello. We'll be back next Saturday at the same time, uh, noon Eastern time, 11 Central time. Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.